Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's that time of week again. It's time to catch up with the gorgeous girls at Take a Break magazine. And this week, it's the gorgeous Alex Granger. Hello, you. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Have you done your Christmas shopping, Mrs? No, not even one present yet. Do you know something? I am so behind. I'm so behind. And do you know, I always kind of end up panicking at this time of year because you know it, it's not as if Christmas is something that we don't know is coming around we've got a year to plan for it and I still don't manage to get it done so I will be frantically shopping on Christmas Eve it's, it's always the way it's horrible um, and you know if I could get it done sooner I would really enjoy the lead up to Christmas it's the only thing that puts me off oh, it makes me so worried every time I think about it I have to go and do something else I know. Do you know, it was great. See, the year I got married, I actually kind of said to everybody, um, we're, we're just putting all our money towards the wedding this year, so don't get us any presents and we won't get you any. It, it was bliss. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to get divorced and, and find somebody to marry this Christmas. I've only got Do a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, it's great to have you here, Alex. It really is. And uh, you've got a great story from us from this week's Take a Break magazine. Now, do you want to yeah. t- take it away? So this is Who Will Save My Little Girl? Nikki walked into the living room, where a little figure was dancing in time to the music. She smiled and said, Who are you listening to, Evie? Her daughter rolled her eyes and said, It's Drake, Mummy. Evie, eight, was like Nikki's own little Spotify. Whenever a song came on the radio, she always knew who it was. But one day, Nikki went to pick her up from her mum's house and found her little pop star slumped on the sofa. Hello, darling, she said. Are you feeling okay? Evie shook her head, barely able to look up. Nikki took her to the GP, who said she had a virus, but over the next few days she got worse and wouldn't even eat her favourite tea of spaghetti bolognese. A month passed and she was uncharacteristically lethargic and quiet. Nikki took Evie back to the doctors three more times, and each time she was told it was a virus. Then one morning Nikki went to wake Evie up and gasped. Her face was ghostly pale and her cheeks had swollen up like a chipmunk. She helped her into her clothes and then drove her to hospital. As she sat by her, she kissed her brow and noticed her skin was soaking wet with sweat. A horrible feeling of fear lodged in the pit of her stomach. Nikki couldn't just sit still, she needed to do something, so she pulled out her phone and began to search for Evie's symptoms online. One word kept popping up again and again, leukaemia. She tossed her phone to the bottom of her bag and mulled over what she had read. After more tests, a consultant came to see her and Evie's dad, Jason. They sat down and the consultant said, I'm sorry, but we're fairly certain that Evie has acute myeloid leukaemia. Nikki put her head in her hands and sobbed. Then next day, Evie was transferred to the Royal Marsden Hospital, Surrey, where she began 10 days of intense chemotherapy. It made her very poorly. Her beautiful golden hair began to fall out in clumps. At first, Nikki plaited it every day to try and make it look as good as possible, but it was so fine that she knew they would have to shave it. She said... You'll look just like Jessie J. Evie gave a brave little smile through her tears. After four months of chemo, Evie's treatment was over, and as a reward for being so brave, the hospital said they would grant her a wish through the charity Rays of Sunshine. Evie chose a trip to Walt Disney World, Florida. Weeks later, they boarded a plane and touched down in the sunshine. The next day, they walked around the theme park, taking in all of the sights and sounds. But Evie was unusually quiet and tired, and when small red marks began appeared on her body, Nikki had a feeling something was wrong. 
As soon as they were back in the UK, Nikki made a hospital appointment for Evie. Doctors carried out tests and days later they were called in for the results. Doctors had found she had myeloid dysplasia, which meant her bone marrow wasn't making enough healthy blood cells. A consultant explained she needs a stem cell transplant from a donor so that she can start producing healthy blood cells again. Can I donate? Nikki asked. The consultant explained that neither Jason nor Nikki would be a match and the best bet was to conduct a global search for a suitable donor. But even then, Evie's chances were very slim. All they could do was wait and see if a donor was found. In the meantime, Evie's condition deteriorated, and she was admitted to hospital. One day, Nikki was sitting by her side when they finally got some good news. We found a match, the consultant said. Nikki breathed a huge sigh of relief. The consultant explained that it was a 35-year-old woman in the USA, who was a 10 out of 10 match. The odds of finding her were 25 million to 1, the doctor said. A date was set for the bone marrow transplant three months later. That night, Nikki lay in bed thinking about the woman on the other side of the world who was going to change Evie's life. It was so humbling. Evie started intense chemo to wipe out any traces of her own bone marrow before she could receive new cells from the donor. The woman in the USA was admitted to hospital and gave her donation before it was flown across the Atlantic to the Royal Marsden Hospital. On the day of the transfusion, Nikki sat next to Evie in her hospital bed and then a nurse arrived carrying a whole a white box containing the new cells. Nikki gazed at it in wonder and said that's quite a gift in that box. After just 50 minutes, the procedure was complete. But Evie would need to stay in isolation so doctors could measure her progress and make sure her body was accepting the donated cells. Slowly, she started to see an improvement in her little girl. Colour began to return to her cheeks and she stopped feeling sick. They hoped she would be out in time for her 10th birthday, but she got an infection and needed to be readmitted. Evie was heartbroken, and after everything she'd been through, it didn't seem fair. But it's my double-digit birthday, she said. I wanted it to be special. It will be, Nikki promised. Then an idea began to form in her mind. Later that day, Nikki wrote a post on Facebook, telling everyone about Evie and what she'd been through. Hours later, she logged back on and gasped. The post had been liked and shared thousands of times. Stars began to send birthday messages to Evie. Little Mix, James Corden and even David Beckham all sent videos. Nikki passed Evie her phone and pressed play as David Beckham's face filled the screen. Evie clapped her hand to her mouth and squealed as he began to speak. Hi Evie, it's David Beckham. I know you're going to be in hospital on your birthday, so I hope everybody is spoiling you and looking after you. You're such a brave girl and so many people are so proud of you. And she even got a special visit from Peter Andre. Nikki gave her a hug and said, Happy birthday, darling. Now it has almost been a year since the transplant and Evie's back singing and dancing in the living room. Nikki cannot thank Evie's donor enough. She gave her daughter a shot at the future and for that, she will always be so grateful. Nikki hopes Evie's story will encourage others to register as bone marrow donors. You could change someone's life. Oh my goodness, what an incredible story. And you know, know. this is, I know that a lot of people will say that, you know, social media is either brilliant or, you know, awful, and it can be both. Um, But see, in terms of of trying to, you know, achieve something like this, that is where the internet and Facebook and Twitter and all these kind of, you know, mediums of, of being able to communicate nowadays is just so fantastic. It really is and you know it is so important that people 
do donate. I had somebody very, very, very close to me a few years ago that, that passed away. And, you know, he was, he, there wasn't much they could save with him. He had a long, long-term illness um, that destroyed a lot of things in his body. But he was able to pass on the, the sclera from his eyes, the white part of oh. his eyes. And um, he was able to, to pass on his corneas as well. So it meant that two little boys' sights were saved because of his donation. So it really, really is such a beautiful thing to be able to do for somebody. And uh, I'm just so, so glad that Evie is now back <laughs> singing and dancing uh, yeah. in her living room. It's just a lovely story. It is, it is. Well, Alex, thank you so much for sharing that beautiful story with us. And obviously, if you want to get the current issue of Take a Break magazine, it is out on the shelves now. Uh, the new copy is coming out on Thursday, so you still get yep. a few days to get it. But uh, if you want to take a look at the fully accessible website, have you got the web address? I do. So it's www.takeabreak.co.uk. Fantastic. Alex Granger, if I don't speak to you before Christmas, which I sincerely <laughs> hope I do, I hope you get all your shopping done and you have oh, a great so Christmas. I. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> you for too. joining Thank us. Thank you very much. Thanks. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts. <laughs>